Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles will return after these messages. The following program is in no way representative of the high-quality programming usually heard on the Maverick Radio Network. The views expressed and fishing techniques demonstrated are not endorsed by this station. The following is not a news broadcast. Yeah. Oh, that's where that comes from. Yes. Hi, welcome to the five count. How are you? Oh, it's just so good. How so, are you doing? So great to be here with you. How are is you everyone? How how are things? You asking Southern Minnesota. I just am genuinely interested in everyone's well being. Hello everyone. How are you? How is it going? How is your lives? How is it hanging? How is it hanging? That's a good question. Is it hanging pretty good? Uh, yeah. I hanging guess. tough? We're rough? Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> uh, yes. Man, this is um. What is it? such a lovely night to be here with you, Dust. It's the five count. Welcome to the program. It's still happening. It's pretty good. If you're driving around in your car... Back in town, maybe. Maybe you moved away, came back to visit your folks. You're driving around town, and you turn on the radio, and maybe you used to listen to this show back when you were, like, 12, and now you're in your 30s, and you tune on KMSU thinking, I wonder if this thing even exists anymore. And lo and behold, it's Tony still here. Can you believe it? Hopefully that's like really awesome to you and not sad. I don't know how it could be sad. Well, maybe a little sad. I hope I hope it's nostalgic. Wouldn't that be awesome? You know how like we feel nostalgic about things like this bed music? And what if we were nostalgia for some other kids? Wouldn't that be something? Dust. We're a nostalgia act. If somebody would listen to your voice on the radio and get nostalgic about you and times they had, it would give them a flashback in their brain about a time when they stuck their friend in a box and went to the studio and tried to surprise you. Man, we're kind of like when the Turtles and Paul Revere and the Raiders play at the State Fair. Man. We're like one of those nostalgia acts. Pretty crazy. 
This could be worse. Dust, I know it's been like uh, a full week, but I just want to say congratulations. On what? I'm proud of you and your team. Being so handsome? Yeah, being handsome and th- since your team won the Super Bowl again. and Oh, the football. And the possible uh, trying to go for it next year and the three in a row that's never been done. And I'm just really happy for you. And I feel like this is your time. Ton, I'm really surprised about how much football you know about. You I must have really done your homework. I, I, I've, I know very little, but I, you know, looked into it just enough to show my love for you, my friend. How come you didn't play football in high school? No money. At least that's what I remember my mom saying. You wanted to play and were not allowed to? I mean... You couldn't scrape up the $60 or whatever it was? I remember my mom saying it was $150 and she couldn't afford it. Do you think she lied? I don't know. Because she was worried you might get hurt? I don't think so. I was pretty husky. So. Like an offensive lineman kind of husky? I don't know. No, I don't know about that. I wasn't. I don't know if I was tall enough, but. um, Like fullback husky. Yeah, maybe. But uh, I don't know. I think I totally would have. And I remember kind of wanting to check it out, but. It just literally wasn't there, and I didn't have, you know, a father figure in the household, and um, I don't know. There wasn't a lot of push towards sports. My mom talked about not being able to afford it, so I just kind of was like, whatever. I mean, that was a time when we really couldn't afford much ever, so I don't know. I mean, I would have probably given it a shot. I probably should have. I, honestly, if I would have probably been in football, I, I probably would have had a way better life. I probably would have made some way better decisions. Like, if I really would have been able to do that throughout high school, I probably would have done way less to almost no drugs and gang activities and guns and stuff. I That probably wouldn't have existed for me if I would have done that. Because I'm definitely, now looking back, I'm definitely the personality type where if I had, at that point in my life, since I didn't have a father figure at home, if I would have had like a coach and if I would have looked up to them and they were giving me instructions and telling me to keep it in line and whatever, I probably would have felt right in line and felt like, okay, I'm a part of this thing and I need to do, you know, I need to hold that responsibility and do it so you know barb if you're listening that's the mistakes you made (laughs) could have been so much further now happy valentine's or whatever you know just kidding my i don't hold anything against you barb i'll hold anything you want against you if you (laughs) just let me know (laughs) i appreciate that I'm always able to throw out some sort of uh, jackassy question or hypothetical scenario, and Ton is always able to find a way to turn it into <laughs> a very serious, no-nonsense, 20-minute-long special yeah. episode. I have done that for years, so I don't know how you stay surprised. I'm just happy. <laughs> yeah. It's like that nostalgia thing, you know? It yeah. Just, I want to hear you play the hits. Yeah. Anyway, um, so... <laughs> anyway. The Chiefs, man. I know we've talked about this before. Uh, I had a friend 
um, really that I got into a bunch of trouble with, and uh, but he was a Chiefs fan. He had that same jacket that you had, so there was kind of a I don't know, I don't know what it was, some kind of little fateful connection that I'd meet another friend, but a much better one that also loved the Chiefs. And so it just sticks with me that you love them, and since I saw their success, I wanted to say, you know, wow. I'm happy for you. Who is your friend, Marcus Allen? No, his name's Bo, and I don't really want to Bo say Bo Jackson? It. No, I don't want to say his last name, because... Um, hey, Bo knows his last name. Because I'm pretty sure he's still... Um, yeah. Angry? I don't know. I think he's just still active in a certain kind of lifestyle that I don't want to be any part of anymore. killing you uh, i don't think he would go that far unless i did something really well you just told him he was probably not your favorite friend um i'm not saying he wasn't my favorite friend we were actually really good friends but we all heard it um i'm the favorite it's just he me he chose to live a lifestyle that i moved away from and i'm not interested in rekindling it think of all the steroids you could have taken yeah man feel like that's a missed opportunity should have taken could still be taking really God, let's do it now that you can finally afford your own steroids let's just bulk up and just do it not me i'm already too bulk <laughs> oh man ton speaking of bulk this uh show is jam-packed tonight super jacked yeah totally ripped (laughs) lots of back knee cool can i tell you something yeah uh february 18th 1974 that was 50 years ago an album by a band called kiss was released the album was called kiss Yes. It was the first album by Kiss. <laughs> oh. It's 50 years old wow. right now. That is so awesome. And Kiss is Ton's all-time favorite band. I mean, it's up there. So tonight's episode will be Ton's all-time favorite episode. Man. Because we will be playing the album in its entirety tonight. That's awesome. And we'll also have a special expose. We'll go behind the scenes at a real Kiss concert with our friends, the Peters Brothers. <laughs> so you're going to want to wow. stay tuned for that. That's wow. Tons going to throw up. He's so nervous. I need to look at this album cover here. Also, Tons, some sad news. This seems to be a reoccurring thing, but we will be paying tribute tonight to Five Count alumnus Mojo Nixon. Man. Remember Mojo? Yeah. Remember when he was in that film, Butt Crack? (laughs) Yes. Love that movie. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. So coming up, Mojo Nixon tribute. A lot of kiss, a lot of mojo, a lot of ton. It's all one and the same, really. This is so crazy. Who? Is this, this is for real. Wow. What are we looking at? This first album right here. Oh. Unbelievable. Unbelievable how many of the hits on the very first album would still be played if you went to a concert of theirs. 
It is 50 years old. Right now. Man. It's the same age as you, Ton. Isn't that crazy? I am not 50 years old, but yes, that's crazy. It's pretty awesome. My daughter loved Kiss for a while. She probably still would if I played it again. I just say I sing some of the stuff to her sometimes. Like sometimes I'll be I'll just be like, "Hey Sophia," and she'll be like, "What?" and I'll be like, "Do you love me? Really love me? Now come on, do you?" And she'll she'll just look wow. at me like, "What are you doing?" You never sing stuff like that to me. It's so awesome. I thought maybe you sang uh, Domino as a bedtime lullaby. Oh, dude. <laughs> I don't know why. Domino. Yeah. I don't know why, but when we, uh, so we have a, a tradition of when it's time to get rid of the, the Christmas tree, um, her and I drag it down to the, the, the lot where you can dump your tree and the city takes care of them. And for some reason we were dragging the tree down and she was, she was actually pulling it in the, in a sled and. Um, she's just talking and singing or something. And all of a sudden that came into my head and I, I was yelling it the whole time. Domino! It was, it was so hilarious. And then she's yelling it. Kids love that song. Domino! Yeah, dude. You sing that around Christmas time? Yeah. Let me tell you my story. Yeah. I got a man size predicament. <laughs> it was so awesome. Well, that is a bad habit. That's good, 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 ton. But we got to go back even further. Uh, 50 years ago, if you remember me saying that seven times recently. Yes. And then we will come back and ton's going to read some five-count mailbag messages and some five-count hotline messages and some of his old answering machine messages. We'll talk about Pop-Tarts. Let's do it. See what else we can come up with. Love this idea.
Hey, people, what's up? This is Bill Leverty of the band Firehouse, and you got it here at the right place because you're listening to The Five Counts.
Hi, this is Kim from Girls School, and you're listening to The Five Count. Oh, you should be. Cheers.
You're telling me. Oh, yes. Kissing time. Welcome back to the five count. It's pretty good. Every damn time I walk through that door, it's the same damn thing. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Sorry. That was uh, a good chunk of the first album by Kiss that's been released uh, 50 years ago right now. Ton said, can we play the whole thing? And I said, you bet we can. Yes. It's a good plan. And then later, the Peters brothers will go to a real live Kiss concert and report back about how great it was. How great? Are you sure? Yeah. Well, we'll find out. Okay. Ton, got some bad news for you. Just saw on Twitter, William Post, the inventor of Pop-Tarts, has died. He was 96. Wow. I don't know why you needed to know that, but I know it, so I figured you should as well. I don't know what to say to that. Will Pop-Tarts cease to exist now? or I'm guessing he didn't own them. I think probably someone else made them. Yeah, so he came up with the idea. Some other person robbed it from him and has, is like currently a billionaire due to the Pop-Tarts, and he died poor, probably. Kellogg's, didn't they own Pop-Tarts? Probably. Hmm. Isn't that ridiculous? He was from Grand Rapids. Huh. Do you think that's Michigan or Minnesota? I, I don't know. Do you remember when I had that giant Pop-Tart box in my apartment? Yes. That I stole from Red Owl? Yes. I miss that. <laughs> you missed the box? Yeah. Wow. Really tied the room together. <laughs> this was long before Ton died. Do you still have Do you still have the huge Rocky from Rocky 4? That's supposed to talk and everything? The the one that was in the little ring? Yeah. No. What do you mean, no? Don't you remember his head was so much bigger than his body that eventually he started tipping over, and then like he was just sideways? I do remember that, but I f- still feel like there's no reason to get rid of it. What kind of reason is that to get rid of it? Um, Did you consult me first? Did you ask if I could fix it? I could have fixed it. You probably are the one who broke it. I probably could have fixed it, though. Did you fix your tone, sir? Can't believe you would get rid of that. It was broken. There's no way you could even find another one now. Maybe you can find one on eBay. For 500 bucks? I have the James Brown one, but um, it doesn't talk anymore. Yeah, bummer. What a bummer. I bought that at Shields at the River Hills Mall on clearance for five bucks. (laughs) There's one right now on eBay in the box for $120. Really? Could be yours. Oh, dude. Here's one that somebody got him to sign for $2,500. What is this? One-third scale statue boxed Stallone and Apollo. $1,750. $1,755. Where are you finding this already? Um, eBay. It's a website. It's kind of like a big garage sale, but it's online. 
450 bucks in the box. Here's one for $80. Wow. See, it's fine. You can still get yours. It's fine. Todd, I got a question. Uh, somebody sent it to the Five Count Hotline. This is the part of the show where Tun tells you about the Five Count Hotline. Man. If you could just take yourself on over to your cell phone and dial 5075192030. That's the Five Count Hotline. Yeah. Here's a message from John in New Ulm. Hope slash pray, sister stays good. Finished radiation. In RoboCop book I sent, page 148, they bring up Stallone's death. High five, five count. Hi-oh. P.S. Think we get Bob Marley and Lady Spider-Man movies this week. This has been a public service announcement from John and New Ulm. It's on your thoughts. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I'll definitely be thinking of your sister. Praying for John. Thank you so much for those updates. Um, Is this... RoboCop book, a sore subject for John? It is, a, it is a little bit, maybe. Um, I, John, I apologize. And I actually I actually legit thought about that RoboCop book within the last couple of weeks. And I was thinking, it was while I had the recorder. And I was like, dude, I have the recorder. I could do some more RoboCop. And then I was like, man, it's been so long since I started it. I'd have to, like, re-listen or figure out, ah. Oh, and I found my little sheet because I did special effects for when I do RoboCop's voice. Wow. And I found the sheet with uh, my settings that I did to put the effects to make it sound more like RoboCop. So you will you finish it in time for our 20-year anniversary this summer? Oh, I don't know. I should try to make that happen, actually. I have to be honest, Tom. The first 15 chapters were on our Patreon. Yeah. And then I took them down. Yeah. After um, about a year and a half of no chapter 16, I thought, yeah, this is just teasing the listeners. Yeah. So I took it down. I'm really sorry about that. A lot of people were super pissed. Mostly me. I need to finish it. I need to really do it. It's okay. Just know that everyone's really mad at you. Okay. I mean, it's... It's become like a very normal feeling for me. So, it's okay. I have another question. From Maverick Shilwai. Love that guy. Yeah. Or is it X? Do you call it Twitter? I still end up saying Twitter, but I think it really is X. It's not Twitter anymore. So then, did he send us a tweet? Or did he send us something else? He sent you an X. It's not Twitter anymore. I don't like it. It's X. It's nonsense, if you ask me. Anyway, what is your preferred style of French fry? And where does your fast food fry loyalty stand? Signed, a salty Billy Floyd shouts. Ton, you're a French fry connoisseur of sorts. I do. I do enjoy me some French fries. Kind of fries you into waffle, crinkle, steak, curly. Mm. Mm. 
That's such a tough question. And for me, it has changed over the years. Um, probably there's been multiple different phases. I used to love curly fries. Love them. I probably still would love them, but I don't eat them very often at all. Where can you even get curly fries anymore? Does Arby's have curly fries? Um, they have the meats. I think, didn't Hardee's have curly fries for a while? I believe so. That's what I remember eating them the most, is that Hardee's eat some curly fries with a ham sandwich or whatever. So, um... Here's what I'll say, Floyd Chouts. I do like it salty, and I like crispy fries. I don't like, um, I don't like thick cut. I don't even really like steak fries that much. I don't enjoy when you bite into a fry and it basically has like a baked potato consistency. I don't enjoy that. I like it to be crispy. There's got to be a crispy element there. Um, I don't know if I have a loyalty because I don't eat out enough anymore. Unfortunately, and I say this, um, oh, I don't. Maybe I shouldn't say unfortunately. Don't but, say anything disparaging about Culver's fries, Ton. Well, my family basically only likes to go to Culver's, and that's a that's that's really fine. It's just like I like some kind of variety when it comes to that stuff and so i just get tired of them wanting to go to culver's a lot um and, but now actually <laughs> i'm probably this probably makes me seem like a super old man when i go to culver's now you know what i get a cup of soup and a and some fries <laughs> that's it but i always ask them extra crispy and sometimes it's still like not enough to me um, so yeah, I, I, a good crinkle cut, cut as long as it's uh, as long as it's crispy. Um, I used to love McDonald's fries, but I haven't had those forever. Because um, I like them thinner, crispier fries is a good flavor. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's kind of my. Do you remember when we used to live together, and I would just eat half a bag of French fries with no ketchup? Yes for dinner or tots and i was always like how do you do this with no ketchup or anything i don't get it or did you some lowry's yeah you would do the lowry's and like a half or entire bag of tots and then like a whole like one pound brick of cheese or you'd have like the not for the same meal you'd have the bigger brick and you would just cut off slices of the big cheese. brick of cheese would be for lunch, maybe. Yeah. I wouldn't co-mingle the foods. It was really... And it was literally like... Picture dust sitting there with a plate, and then there's literally like a mountain... I mean, like a higher mound of of like tots or fries. Like, it literally was up high, like a mound. And <laughs> he would just stop, be like grabbing the one. Stop using the word mound. <laughs> It was, it was really something. Um, yeah. That's a good question there. Uh, so, well, yeah, I can't ask you this things because you're like a psychopath and eat it with no condiments. Do you still eat them that way? No ketchup? Mayo? Have you ever had mayo on fries or tots? I don't have mayo on anything. Yeah, see, that's a Yuck. weird. that's weird to me. 
That's why I'm so ripped. Because I love mayo on on some fries or tots. If I just started eating mayo, I'd probably lose my Ivan Putsky figure. Yeah. So that's a good question. Do you remember the cans, like the cardboard can that had the little potato-like chips, but they were slivers? Yeah. Like potato... Maybe they were called potato slivers. I don't Shoestring know. fries? Shoestring, yeah, that's sounds Shoestring right. potatoes, Is yeah. that your jam? Is that French? I used to eat those. What about the wedges? It's too much no. potato. Yeah, I'm not interested in the wedges. I will do um, waffle fry, but I'm also not super a super fan either. If that's what I'm choosing between, like waffle and steak cut or something, I'll go waffle. What about, um, are they called home fries? Where it's just like, to uh, me, it's almost the same. Hash browns? Yeah, to me, it's almost hash browns? Is that what that is? Sort of. Does that count as a fry? That's a different thing. What's a Like home? the little cubes, not the. Oh, yeah. Um, you know what I'm talking about? Yep, cubes. Uh, if they're if they're smaller and and like well done, so there's a crispiness, I'll do it. My mom made those a lot when I was growing up, and that was good as long as there's, you know, they're salty and they're small enough, like little cubes or whatever, and get some crispiness to them. But again, if they're a little too big and it's like too potatoey in the middle, I'm it just I don't care for it. So why don't you just skip the potato part and just eat the salt? I do sometimes. Oh, like a horse? Just shake salt into my mouth and call it good. You have a lot of canker sores? Sometimes, but... Man, it's, it's worth it, though. Yeah, it's worth it. No, it's... Yeah, I don't know. Those are... Man, those are my thoughts on fries. Hash browns is a different thing. Again, though, I like more well-done hash browns. If you get some hash browns where it's like the crispiness on the outside, hash brown patties like those hash brown potato patties mm. man those are good mm-hmm. salty and delicious i love a lot of salt on hash browns too oh man no ketchup on hash browns don't give me any of that business just salty hash browns yes um i'm going to choose and i know this is going to surprise you because we hardly ever talk about this ever yeah but when i was a kid and i went to bonanza I would just get, their fries were kind of like limp, soggy fries. Yeah. And then I would just dump like cheese sauce on them. Sure. And eat them with a fork. I probably did that too. I'm going to choose that. Yeah, that's not bad. Uh, Floyd Shouts, if you can get me free fries from Culver's, I will change my answer to fries from Culver's. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. If they do a good job with the extra crispy part at the Culver's I go to, those are good. And I've had the, um, they have like a chili fry also. That's not too bad. Or it's like cheese and a little chili over it. Pretty good. I want to ask Floyd Shouts a question. If he hypothetically were to work at a restaurant that served fries and somebody like Ton came in and wanted special instructions on how to prepare things, how would you feel about that? Well, let me just say this technically it's not special instructions because they offer it they even offer it on their online menu when you choose fries you can choose extra crispy 
Oh. So it's 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 a thing that they willingly offer. That's why I mention it. So that's the preferred French fry of senior citizens, probably. I don't know. Actually, Floyd shouts, if you could tell us um, in your experience, if you were to work at said establishment, uh, how many people actually request ex- extra crispy? Because t- for me, like... Just the pain in the asses. The very first time that I had the Culver's fries and they seemed like not crispy at all, I was like, what the heck? And then I noticed that you could get extra crispy and I've just been saying that ever since. I don't think it's a big deal. They do, I think they just... I don't, I don't think that they... I, don't, I guess I don't know what they do. It seems to me they let them hang out under a like a hot light for longer or something rather than like frying them longer or frying them twice. But I, I don't know. Maybe Floyd Shouts could answer those questions. That'd be great. Let's and get, you, you eat there every day? No. Every other day? No. We try to, we've tried to go Most days. way down. to. It used to be like at least once a week, but now trying to cut it back we haven't been there for two weeks or two and a half weeks holy cow it's good i mean everything is so expensive just buying groceries these days is so expensive better to just try to cook at home well one thing that is not expensive and that is the free great radio that we provide for you here on kmsu Ton, we've been recording this program for a while, so maybe you forgot, but we're actually in the middle of playing Kiss's Kiss, the album, in its entirety, which is 50 years old this weekend. So we have to play the rest of that, and then we're going to go to a live Kiss concert with the Peters Brothers to find out what it's all about. And that I'm really looking forward to. Awesome. Let's do that. Let's do it right now. Let's do it.
Hey, this is Joey Kramer from Aerosmith, and you're listening to The Five Count.
Hello, this is Derek Smalls, and you're listening to the five count. It should be the 11 count, but they're missing six. Join us now as we go in to a live KISS concert. Okay, we're just about to walk into the KISS concert at this point. Okay, we're just up to the stage right now. Just coming near the stage. Kids are standing everywhere, lifting their hands up to the group KISS. Sticking his tongue out. Everybody's giving the Satan side. It's amazing. The whole main floor is standing up. The sound is absolutely deafening. Church. 
good tonight. Do you care what your parents think about us? Do you care what your parents think about us? No. Do you care what those creatures think about us? Do you care what those creatures think about us? No. Just being the winter time. I know everybody wants to have a little alcohol, being this is the winter time. Let me tell you something. Back in the dressing room, Back in the dressing room. Bottle. It was a bottle of Jack Daniels on the table. It was a bottle of Jack Daniels on the table. I took a sip. I took a sip. But it wasn't what I wanted. But it wasn't what I wanted. I looked down the table, Ben. I saw what I was looking for. I saw what I was looking for. I can't hear you! I can't hear you! I can't hear you! Okay. Tom, that was intense. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Put down your cold gin. We're back. Man. That was the Peters Brothers at a live Kiss concert. There's a bottle of Jack Daniels on the table. The drums look like a tank. <laughs> he needed to calm down. Why couldn't he just enjoy himself? Ton, it was satanic and gross. I don't think so. There's nothing to enjoy. I don't think there's an abomination at all. I don't know, man. I I'd. I don't know. Well, Kiss is officially 50 years old right now. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. I mean, do you think there's, I mean, I guess there has to be tons of Kiss fans out there still. Are you going to be a fan of their holograms? I don't think so. I mean, I like what they're. I don't know if I like it, I guess. We talked about <laughs> okay. it once. They're not listening. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, the idea of it is cool, and I think um, if you had it supplementally in a concert somehow, that could be interesting. But quite frankly, uh, if Kiss themselves, the real guys, are 100% done touring for life, I don't think I'm paying to go to a concert again, like ever, to see, to like listen to Kiss being played off a record or whatever digitally and then watching cartoon versions of them on screen. You know what I mean? I'm hoping maybe if it continues on without them, you could be a replacement Paul Stanley. Okay. I mean, I'm open to it. Imagine that. It would be amazing. I would love it. Woo, yeah. (laughs) Then I would go. Yeah, dude. That would be awesome. Yeah, there's just the thing. There's just, for me, there's just that thing still. Like, I don't, I can't see. I can't see paying to go watch digital reproductions of people. What if uh, Kiss meets the Phantom of the Park came back to the theaters? Would you go and see that? Yeah, maybe. 
I've seen that many times. Many times? Yeah. Yeah. When I used to have a car that played DVDs and you could watch them while you drove, <clears throat> I would just uh, play that for Sophia in the back. What was she, like three? She'd wa- yeah, <laughs> We'd watch Phantom of the Park. But I've seen it probably <clears throat> ten times just in the car. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know. I gotta watch that. You're a good dad. <laughs> oh man, that was fun times. Son. Uh speaking of fun times and fun guys, I do have a question here. Sent to the five count hotline from T Tony Tone. The funnest man I know. He really is. Hey guys. I was thinking about all the people who call in or text to the five count hotline. And I realized I don't know much about this Predator character. Mm. I was wondering if you could give us a little more background on him. And if you think he would consider running for a political office someday. It could be a refreshing change. Thanks, T. Tony. Curious Tone. Loke. (laughs) Well, uh, T. Tony Tone. Um... If you want to know about Predator, you've come to the right place. Yeah, I mean, basically, Predator is, I mean, he's dad. from the far reaches of outer space, and uh, he's a, basically a predatory creature who, um, you know, roams the galaxy looking for challenges. Uh, you know, it's really like trophy hunts, you know what I mean? It, T. Tony Tone, if you're, you know, in the Minnesota area, um, you realize what it is to be like a deer hunter and stuff. There's a lot of those guys around here. Just take that and go like times 13 million. And that's what Predator is. You know what I'm saying? He hunts the most extreme, what we consider to be predators as humans, the predators hunting them. You know, he's, I mean, think about it. Have you seen the movie alien aliens, like the xenophobes, xenomorphs, whatever, he kills those. No the way. Predator kills that thing. That's ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? Like, has the head of it with the spine and everything. Ripped it out. He doesn't care. Like, acid blood stuff. He's like, whatever. So do you think that sort of thing might hinder his ability to run for office? I mean, in in the current, you know, climate of our society here on Earth... I think people might be a little sensitive about that stuff. People might be a little touchy. You know what I'm saying? Especially when they come into it and they say like, well, Predator, how do you feel about the LGBTQ plus 13, 14 gazillion communities? What are you going to do? And Predator's going to be like, what do you, you know, he's going to be like, whatever. I kill stuff. And, you know, it's going to be tough gonna be tough i mean do i think do i personally think he could bring value to the political system yes i do but um you know i'm not in charge of those things but that's as much details that i have about predator as as i can give out i mean it's pretty tough i feel really uh you know blessed i guess that predator found it in himself to to contact us and to really like have meaningful deep conversations with us on this radio program because i don't think uh you know any predators that i'm aware of have done that with any other humans um i mean not at least in my lifetime i don't know 
Would he have to be a U.S. citizen to run for office? Yeah, you do. Mm. But you're saying predator isn't just like a guy. Predator. It's a species. It's Several a, predators. Yeah. So one of them could be naturalized. Yeah, 100%. And then he could run for Senate. Yeah, there's a lot of predators, uh, but that's all that we know them as. And so far, Predator hasn't given us any actual name to go by other than Predator. So, And again, graciously, he still occasionally calls in and talks to us and allows us to just call him Predator. He doesn't seem to be offended. That's probably a good thing for political, you know, <clears throat> endeavors. Sure. Stay non-offended, non-personal. He did rip my spine out once, but it was just all a misunderstanding. Yeah, he put we, it back. We smoothed that over. Mm-hmm. Well, I hope that helped. I'm sure it did. Ton, it didn't help me if you were to shed some light on what you might have been up to like 10 years ago. Really? If you're not busy. Well, I mean, I have no idea what I was doing 10 years ago. I do. Really? Well, Ton, this is the part of the program where we go back 10 years in five-count history. So, of course, I know. You know some stuff. Getting choked up. (laughs) Uh, February 15th, 2014. This is a big show. Maybe too much show. Really? There's a lot of show. Uh, It was you and me, and we were joined. It was like WrestleMania and Starcade combined. That sounds awesome. Well, Ton, um, we had two special guests on that show. First up, the late, great, exotic Adrian Street. Oh, wow. Remember when we had him on the show? Yeah, dude. And then after that, we were joined by the late, great Russian bear Ivan Koloff. (laughs) Former WWWF heavyweight champion. Wow. And then we gave away tickets to the WWE Elimination Chamber pay-per-view. That's unbelievable. We did all that in the same show. That's crazy. It seems like that might be a year's worth for another program. Yeah. But for us, it was just like it was a random Saturday. That's a wrestling-packed program right there. Unbelievable. That was 10 years ago. We used to really do some pretty fun stuff yeah man now we talk about french fries for 20 minutes and complain (laughs) and yawn what happened oh man you know i'm not really sure what has happened but you know i blame you mostly why me well i know it's not me i'm like cooler than some pajama cat's other side of his pillow okay so obviously you must be the problem. Okay. Well, I know Floyd Schultz is looking to move in on the territory. So, I mean, you've got options. <laughs> yeah, he's got work to do. <clears throat> That's crazy. So are you still... Um, still on the air? Are you still yeah. having thoughts about, like, what does it mean to you, This all this uh, Vince McMahon business coming out? 
what does it mean to me yeah does it mean anything does you have mixed feelings about it or like what do you how do you feel Mm, not mixed i think it's gross and awful yeah i was just i don't feel mixed about it yeah i feel the same way and it's it's weird but i was talking to to a a co-worker and i just kind of had the thought like there probably is people out there that have some kind of weird mixed feelings about it because they're like, you know, diehard wrestling fans. And basically without Vince, uh, you know, wrestling wouldn't be what it is today, so to speak. Um, you know, and they, they they probably have these weird feelings of like, I'm, I've been watching wrestling my whole life and, you know, he's a, he's a major part of... Uh, <laughs> of that whole thing and now here he's super gross <laughs> and terrible and what do you do with that it's crazy i hope nothing like that ever comes out about you because i don't know how i could go on with this show yeah people found out how weird you are behind the scenes <laughs> Well, I can tell you that um, 100% nothing like that could come out about me because it's just not it's just not a thing. <laughs> it's not it's a true. Thing You're too lovable. In, in my life. But, uh, yeah, that is a weird one. It's a weird one. Can I tell you some sad news? I mean, sure. I don't want to, but. Yeah. Um. Mojo Nixon died. Yeah. Five Con alumnus, Mojo Nixon. I remember you saying that earlier. We just did a tribute last week. Now we're doing another one this week. I'm worried about next week. Are you not sick or anything, are you? No, but you never know, Dust, you know. When I leave work, I always say to everyone, nice knowing you. Every day you say that? Yeah, and they say, what are you even talking about? I'm like, you never know. Might be the last time. Wow, you must be a fun guy to hang out with in the break room. <laughs> I am fun. I try to keep it nice and lighthearted and joke around with people, and then at the end... And then I you just... remind them that you might be dead by night. Yeah. yeah. Not sure how to feel about that or what to do with that info, but... What was I talking about? Oh, yeah, Mojo Nixon. You were talking about Butt Crack the movie. I love that movie. Man. I thought about watching that for the five count at the movies. Yeah. But then we didn't start recording until like 2 a.m. So maybe we'll have to save that for another time. Yeah, Butt Crack. Just save the Butt Crack for later. That's what I say every day (laughs) when I leave work to people. (laughs) Leave them thinking. Wow. It's a thinker. Yeah, that is a thinker. Thinker and a stinker, Dust. Wow. I don't say that. Okay. I don't like that. Yeah, you don't like that part. Hmm. One thing that does stink is that we have to do a tribute to Mojo Nixon. Yeah. How do you feel about uh, Mojo Nixon? Did you listen to him at all? Um, A little bit. Did you appreciate him as Toad in the Super Mario Brothers movie? Yes, I did, actually. I think that's 30 years old this year. Is it? Last year, maybe. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. Now that you say that, that could be this year. I'll have to look that up. Um, Yeah. Uh, 
And what a personality, that guy. Seriously. I, I don't know. Go to the, go to the fivecount.com and look it up and listen to that interview. It's pretty awesome. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't have an extensive relationship with the dude, but, I mean, it is a sad kind of heartfelt thing. And it is scary. Like, uh, it's just the it's just the time. It's just our age and the time. There's going to be people passing, and I think it's only going to get more difficult. Dust, you know, it's going to get more and more difficult. I don't want to hear about this. I know. All right. Well, before you have any other bad news, let's just get to this tribute, and then we'll plan the next one for next time. Our tribute to Mojo Nixon. Here on the five count. When I look out into your eyes out there, when I look out into your faces, you know what I see? I see a little bit of Elvis in each and every one of you out there. Let me tell you, well, Elvis is everywhere. Elvis is everything. Elvis is everybody. Elvis is still the king. Everything. He's in everybody. Elvis is in your jeans. He's in your cheeseburgers. Elvis is in nutty buddies. Elvis is in your mom. He's in everybody. He's in the young, the old, the fat, the skinny, the white, the black, the brown, and the blue. People got Elvis in them too. Elvis is in everybody out there. Everybody's got Elvis in them. Everybody except one person, that is. Yeah, one person. The evil opposite of Elvis. The anti-Elvis. Anti-Elvis got no Elvis in them, let me tell you. Michael J. Fox has no Elvis in him. Yeah, and Elvis is in Joan Rivers, but he's trying to get out, man. He's trying to get out. Listen up, Joni, baby. Elvis is everywhere. Elvis is everything. phenomenon out there in the world. A lot of things people say, what the heck's going on? Let me tell ya. Who built the pyramids? Elvis! Who built Stonehenge? Elvis! Yeah, I mean, you see guys walking down the street, pushing shopping carts, and you think they're talking to Allah? They're talking to themselves, man, no, they're talking to Elvis! 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 You know what's going on that Bermuda Triangle? Down the Bermuda Triangle. Elvis needs boats. Elvis needs boats. Elvis, 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 Elvis needs boats. Ah, the sailing Elvis. Captain Elvis. Commodore Elvis it is. Yeah, man. You know, people from outer space. People from outer space, they come up to me. They don't look like Dr. Spock. They don't look like Klingons, all that Star Trek job. They look like Elvis. Elvis. Everybody in outer space looks like Elvis, because Elvis is a perfect being. We're all moving in perfect peace and harmony towards Elvisness. Soon all will become Elvis. Everything, everywhere will be Elvis. Why do you think they call it evolution anyway? It's really Elvis-lution. Elvis-lution. Elvis is everywhere. Elvis is everything. Elvis is everything. 
not have to die. Amen. He did not have to die. Brother Wade did not have to die. Except God has a plan for him. God in his infinite wisdom and glory said, Wade, this is your time. Now is the time, Brother Wade. Brother Wade, get your butt up here to heaven. I know Brother Wade is happy. He, oh Lord, he's happy that his friends and family and comrades and spiritual arms have gathered here today to send him on to the promised land. I know you feel good because Brother Wade's in a better place. I know you're happy for Brother Wade. I know you are pleased that he has gone to the kingdom of heaven. Can I have an amen? amen. Let me hear you say amen, brothers and sisters. Amen. I can't hear you. Say amen. Loud, 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 loud. Say amen, brothers and sisters. Amen. amen. Oh, Lord. I don't know why God chose to electrocute Wade the way he did. Brother Wade was taking a bath. He was in a tub, washing off the impurities, the dirt, the filth, the scum, the vermin that each one of us have in our earthly bodies. He was taking a bath and a radio just happened to jump. Radio jumped. It just, the radio jumped into the tub with Brother Wade and it electrocuted him. It shriveled him all up. I don't know why God chose that path for Brother Wade. I can't understand it, but God understands. Wade is with Brother God. Brother Wade is with God. They're up in heaven, and one day we're going to go to heaven. We're going to get on that freight train of love, that freight train of happiness. We're going to go to heaven, and we're going to see Brother Wade. Do you want to see Brother Wade in heaven, brothers and sisters? Let me hear you say amen. amen. Let me hear you say it loud. Say it proud. Amen. Say amen, Brother amen. Wade. Amen. God! God bless this ground that contains the shed off body of Brother Wade. Bless this whole area. Bless this hole that his body will lay into. 
So when we come to pay our respects to Brother Wade, we will feel his presence here among us. We loved him so. Yes, we did, God. We love Brother Wade so, but now he is gone. You got to help us, God. Let us all now bow our heads in silent prayer for Brother Wade. Amen. Greetings from Tromaville. I'm Lloyd Kaufman, president of Troma Entertainment and creator of the Toxic Avenger. You know, folks, when the Troma team is not making those great movies like Pool Tree Guys, Night of the Chicken Dead, and Romeo and Juliet, we like to kick back and listen to the five count, the best entertainment there is. This is the sound of my brain. Then I said, this is the sound of my brain on... Don Henley! Then I said, one, two, three, four.
beginning. God created the poontang, and God created the tango, but only I, Mojo Nixon, can bring these two things together and create the poontango. I'm a very sexy man. Every night. Two preacher man, Bob. Oh, he thinks he is. Satan thinks he's a bad man. He's walking through the forest of life right now, going, "I'm bad. I'm Satan. Satan is not doo doo. Satan is not crap. He's in chainsaws that are tearing up the rainforest. Satan is in in acid rain. What? What? Speak, son. Is he in urine? You got to keep Satan out of your life. You, brother Ken, has got to keep Satan out of your life. The only way Satan can get in is you ask him in. Satan will come to your door. He will knock upon your door. He said, Ken, can I come in? You say, no! Satan, stay away from me! You say, get thee behind me, O master of evil. Get thee behind me, O master of evil. Do not, do not, do not let Satan into your life! Can you hear me, brother Ken? Excuse me, uh, we're not interrupting anything here, are we? Oh, no, you're not interrupting. 
I'm just putting Brother Ken back on the correct spiritual path. Yeah. Amen. Debbie Gibson is back with my two-headed love child. and you're listening to the five count you booger eating morons debbie gibson is
People out there want to ban books. They want to ban my records. They want to tell me when I can drink and what I can drink. They want to ban drugs and sex and everything. People want to have a lot of rules. A lot of rules and regulations. But listen up. Listen up, Mr. Rules and Regulations. I ain't gonna obey That's right, man. I ain't gonna do what you say. Oh, you can put me in jail. You can kill me. You can execute me. But you can't kill rock and roll, man. I'll tell you another damn thing. I ain't eating no more from McDonald's either. I ain't gonna eat it no more. I ain't gonna eat it because it don't taste good. You know what? McDonald's can kiss my butt! McDonald's can kiss my butt. It's a great big hairy butt. Got a dingleberry hanging off my butt. McDonald's kiss my ass. You know, people say, Mojo, you're always complaining about everything. Why don't you vote in the election? Why don't you become involved in the electoral process? Uh-uh. Oh, yeah. Vote for Clinton, Mojo. It's going to make everything nice and new and neat. We got one fool, just as big a fool as the other fool. Ain't nothing changed. Same fools riding around in the black cars. We still riding around on the subway, riding around in the bus. We riding around in a 1978, you know, 1978 El Torino or some damn thing. Leaking all, ain't got no money. Gotta pay taxes, everything's screwed up. I ain't gonna take it no more. I'm gonna start an armed insurrection. I'm gonna go to Hills of West Virginia and I'm gonna liberate some guns from the National Guard Armory. And I'm gonna start armed revolt because at some time, in the course of human events, it becomes necessary to disassociate yourself the ties that bind. I wanna break them ties. I wanna bust them up. So there I am standing around a campfire in the hills of West Virginia. And the flames are shooting up high. And I happen to be the head of the armed insurrection of Rebel Alliance. And I'm going to sing our brand new our brand new national anthem that goes something like this. You can't kill me. I will not die. Not now. Not ever. No, never. Wow. I'm going to live a long, long time. My soul is on. Full of holes, but you can't kill the spirit of rock and roll, baby. We're back. Welcome back. Welcome. It's the five count, our tribute to Mojo Nixon. Man. During that musical break, Tom gave me an entire list of all my favorite people who will be dead soon. Oh. And it was very depressing, and I'm not sure I even want to finish this program. <laughs> But welcome back. Well, everything must come to an end, Dust. At some point. Everything. But you don't have to tell me about it. <clears throat> well, like, I can just know that without yeah. hearing about it. In great detail. For 20 minutes. 
until <laughs> I cry. Well, it's good to cry once in a while. My daughter had a good cry tonight. She thought she lost her panda forever. And she was so worried. We looked upstairs and downstairs in every single room over and over and over. And we could not find panda. And she has had panda since she was like uh, six months old. And she sleeps with panda every single night. And today she brought panda to school. And I was like, are you sure you want to do that? Because you got to have, you got to be responsible for panda. You can't just leave panda anywhere. She was like, yep, no problem. And then she just started breaking down uncontrollable, like blubbering, crying. And then I found Panda somehow in a closet. Like who, what kind of Nazi would put Panda in a closet? That's what I want to know. Is it my wife or my two-year-old? Which one? Man. Which one? The two-year-old I can excuse. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to give you a big no comment on that. Yeah. The two-year-old I can excuse of that kind of behavior. And so I found Panda finally in a closet. And she still continued to cry and hug Panda for quite some time. So it's kind of therapeutic, you know? This is a very bizarre story. It was, you know, and I, I just comforted her and... Tried to make her feel better, and, you know, Panda was there. And then afterwards, she said how much she loves me and how much she wanted to just be with me all the time and how she wished that she could be glued to her daddy. Which I said, sounds like it might hurt. That sounds like it could be a hilarious buddy cop situation. It really could. <laughs> It really could. Two partners get glued together. Yeah. I'd watch that. She does like to be right next to me at all, like touching me at all times. I feel the same way. Man. Yeah, it's okay. I'm I'm very happy to, that she's a daddy's girl. I, I will a, soak it in as long as I can. I'm a daddy's girl, too. <laughs> Ton, there's plenty of things you could soak in. At thefivecount.com. Oh, yeah. Just soak right in it. If you at all recognize this music playing in the background, go to thefivecount.com. Go to our Patreon. You can sign up. You can listen to me reading He-Man books, and you might come across this music in one of them. You could listen to me. Just, Just listen to me. I talk a lot. He really does. I've been talking out loud to nobody for decades you know i should be recording every single night now i could put out so many more books i'm still reading he-man to sophia every single night she wants to wants me to read her he-man well and i do voices for every single like every person doing voices what kind of voice would you use when you found out the show is coming to an end uh this is just a regular type one. Oh, here's the voice I would use. <laughs> and then I'd say, oh, never mind. The true punks are coming up. Yeah. And then I'd go. Oomph, 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 oomph. Yes. <laughs> yes, dude. Open your eyes. You know, you should open your eyes and 
finally realize all the fun you've been missing by not joining us on Patreon. Yeah, really, you should. You get early access to this show. Instead of Saturday nights, you could find it on a Thursday morning. And if that's not all, you could also listen to all the old episodes that you probably didn't listen to the first time they were on the air. All the classics. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And a lot of bonus stuff like the five count at the movies, which I think is coming up here soon next week. That might be fun. You can go to YouTube, watch the five count co-op, a third additional program in case you didn't think the other two were enough. I know a ton does, but there's even more. So much five count out for out there for you to enjoy. It's enough to make you puke in your soup. Yeah, it really is. Well, that's it. That's it. We're all done for this one. Hope you had a great uh, week. Hope you're enjoying your weekend. I really am. Happy birthday to Kiss. Rest in peace to Mojo Nixon. And everyone else, uh, cowabunga. Cowabunga, dudes. See you next time. See ya.